I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Pay as you gym is the new flexible way to access over 300 gyms in the UK with no commitment and no sign up fees. We're offering you listeners of the football ramble, a free pass worth up to 15 pounds to access a gym near you. Just go to payasyougym.com forward slash football ramble. Pay as you gym is simple and easy to use. You only pay when you go. And as an extra benefit for you, you can take a friend along with you for your first visit absolutely free. Go to payasyougym.com forward slash football ramble. Cops Edward Robbers, welcome to the Football Ramble. Good to have you here. My name's Marcus and I've got three starlets with me. Jim. Alright. Pete. Flavour, hot stuff, yes. And Luke. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> now, boys, uh, Wayne Rooney's overhead kick against Manchester City was voted best goal in Premier League history. By 12-year-olds. By now. 12 and 13-year-olds. <laughs> right. uh, Jimbo, you're going to have a chance now to tell me what your favourite goal from the uh, league's archives is. Is okay. My favourite goal uh, mm. is Dennis Bergkamp against Newcastle. Sure, we all remember the one. Forget the season, uh, but he sort of Robert Perry's passed the ball into him. He kind of had his back to goal. He flicked it to his right, meant it. Um, yeah, meant it. Um, peeled off to his left around Nicholas Dabitzas. So I think Dabizas. Dabizas. I think he died. He was so confused. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he, he was just actually sort of at St James's Park at the weekend. So that's really, still inaccurate. there, trying to figure yeah. out what happened. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, this was the spot. Bergkamp yeah. met the ball on the other side and just sort of really deftly uh, put it into the net. We all remember uh, that one. One, one touch. Brilliant. Dabizas. There was like a steaming cup of coffee in a styrofoam uh, cup with like police line do not cross around yeah. the so definitely where yeah, it yeah. one man crime scene documentary for yeah. all these people back home well it was here the moment yeah. I, mean, I mean people say that he was looking at the ball and then he wasn't looking at the ball and they mm. think that it was an accident but you know <laughs> it was a baffling goal it's confusing to watch <laughs> that, was de- that was definitely the Premier League's best ever goal there's no doubt about it do you think? yeah of course. Well, are the points going to Jim then? Well, it's, it's a favourite, not best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, in a way, we should all get the points. Yeah. Uh, Burkamp should. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, he um, doesn't need any more. Okay, Jim's yeah. answered Pete. Um, I'm going to top that one. Um, De Canio, the volley. That was nice. That yeah. wasn't even the shortlist, was it? Or was yeah. it? I think it, it was. Oh, was it? Okay, sure. yeah. It was, was just one. kind of like one of those volleys that you don't see very often. I think somebody did one in South America quite recently from outside the box, inexplicably. Yeah. And oh, that from one. Brazil, yeah. Mm. Class. And uh, the, kind of the ball sort of came quite at pace at him. Mm. He has to angle his body towards the goal somehow, but still getting off the ground, giving himself enough time to dispatch a cool, clean, crisp strike into the right-hand corner of the net. One of those goals where he had to use both of his legs to sort of get the yeah. momentum, almost like a sort of martial arts-style goal. Yeah. Okay, like a, a scissor kick, but um, without over the, over the shoulder. Mm. And with added madness, because it was him. Exactly. I don't, I, I don't want to beat you, man, but I don't think that was even the best volley in the Premier League's history. Outrageous. I'd have I, Tony Aboa, Wayne Rooney and Paul Skulls over that. Really? Yeah. But he had to angle his body. He had to change the whole position position of his body right, to get that aggress, I don't care about angles <laughs> <laughs> there was another volley you've not mentioned Shearer's against Everton oh mm. yes I thought you were going to go for that where, one where Amiobi claimed um, that it, it had it something to do with him <laughs> 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 you headed it back yes that was good but he, he has still had a lot to do surely <laughs> yeah. that, that is the epitome of a leather I, I, yeah. I'm going to go for that one it was against Everton one that late on it was to make it one or 85 minutes I was watching it? that with the Newcastle that's, that's, he couldn't get enough of it that's not I remember exactly where I was I was in the saw point in uh, Leicester City Centre Watching that, and I jumped up. I was with uh, my Manchester United friend. And he went the away. Everton goalie was in a sore point, eh? Yeah. Mm. But I, I think Shearer's got a better volley uh, in the league when Gary Speed lofts it over, and then Shearer right-footed, side-footed volley thing over the top of the goalkeeper against oh, yeah. Aston Villa. I think it possibly was, and I think it was Schmeichel and goal, was it not? 
I don't know. I think um, it might have been. Yeah. Honourable mention for Henri Flick and volley against mm. United. United. Well, I, 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 I loved Yeboah's goal against Wimbledon. Yeah. When he oh, yeah, it yeah. onto his right and then thundered <clears throat> the ball home off the bar. But a favourite of mine was Letizia Ewood Park. Mm. Just I wondered when he would against pop Tim up. Flowers. Yeah. On the top, on the front of He's match got today. Two or three Is that right? It was always on, on, yeah, on yeah, front yeah, of the match of the day for like a couple of seasons, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, right, you are, yeah. I've got another honourable mention. Matt Taylor's volley from miles out for Portsmouth against oh, Bolton. Yeah, Did you remember that? get a flipping yeah. Pompey one in Jim, there. Tell, tell him how good that one was. It, it was miles out. It, it, it was really far out. It was good. Swinger. I think Clearance. I, it was well, it was more of a... It, was it a free <laughs> kick? <laughs> it, no, I'm thinking of Emerson Boyce's, aren't The ball came over from a throw and bounced a couple of times. No, Figueroa. Figueroa, of And Taylor just saw it and he was... It was almost in the centre circle. It was a volley, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a beauty, yeah. I mean, was it yeah. David Beckham's ridiculous novelty goal against Wimbledon? Yeah. Because it sort of announced him, you know, as a... It did, yeah. The, I, I think my, my favourite... My favourite goal, I think, was definitely the um, the fifth of the 5-0 against Manchester United. Philippe Albert. Albert. Central defender, a deaf chip over the top of one of the greatest... Uh, um, goalkeepers in the world. Mm. We won't hear about him again in the podcast, but you know, yeah. it's uh, it was a beautiful fine goal, and he just thought, oh, no. and it just topped off with a great performance. And it's the it only just... time I've ever seen a centre back score a chip like that. The I'm, arrogance, I'm racking my brain. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we'll get emails about this, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. But mm. uh, we're gonna we're gonna press on because Jim's got the points. Yeah, yeah. there for you, Dennis. Um, uh, and we'll move straight on to the FA Cup final. Oh, and it was nearly the Andy Carroll Cup final, wasn't it? <laughs> mm. uh, Isn't it also nearly the Super Bowl? Oh, I didn't see all the build-up, but I know Ash and the enemy played. Was and right? I, I no, it was um, Hard Fire and the enemy. Hard Fire and yeah. the enemy. It's yeah. worse. <laughs> it's much worse. But the thing is, um, Hard Fire were <laughs> supposed to be the main uh, performers at the... Um, the uh, at players the are the main performers. Yeah. <laughs> at the whole shebang. Uh, but uh, the enemy, they're kind of on the back foot a little bit. They've lost their record company. They're sort of uh, treading water a little How bit. So they, sort of went, yeah. so they sort of went, oh yeah, we are the main event and we are on top of Wembley. Ah! <laughs> and they totally uh, they just lied. The water. No, they were on the top. They, no, they didn't lie, but they weren't the main event, so to speak. Hard fire with inexplicably were the <laughs> main event. Oh, I missed this. Should we talk about the game? If Why are we could. talking about this? <laughs> they made us. This is what's happening. If we allow this to continue, we'll have to do this every week. Chelsea yeah. went 2 0 up. There we go. Um, <laughs> uh, Ramirez and Drogba scoring. Um, again. What, what a performer Ramirez Drogba is. is just uh, like a guaranteed goal in a Wembley final, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Even if he's in the stadium money on that. and Chelsea aren't playing. It's license to print money. It's I'm, s- I'm still admiring that goal he scored against Spurs in the semi-final. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My goodness. But yeah, it was a lovely goal from, from, from Drogba. Um, uh, and Chelsea looked good, didn't they? And, and they I, did. th- I thought at half-time I was thinking, probably like some, um, a lot of other people, get Carroll on. Yeah. People were talking Andy Carroll Roll like he was dice. the best player in the world. Mm. Oh, I can't believe he's not playing Get him For on For 20 minutes he probably was And I said, and I said at half time on Twitter I, Everyone remembers that Andy Carroll's not actually that good right And he was brilliant <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it is incredible with Carroll isn't it mm. it's, it's almost like the opposition The opposition don't even think to themselves Okay they've made a sub Okay a few more long balls Opposition like crap the whole thing's gone mental. Yeah, Carol's yeah, on, yeah. alarm bells, it's added time, multi-ball. It's all down to luck now. So yeah. good luck, everyone. <laughs> it's a lottery now. Good uh, feet good feet for a big man. Yeah. Good feet yeah, for he a was big man. That was an incredible goal, wasn't it, from Carroll? I was not expecting to see that. Twisted Terry up, didn't he? He did, yeah, which is always good to see. And, um, like, oh, God, but what was quite grating about it was the way that they were trying to make a huge story out of the, um, the did it or didn't it cross the line. It, did, it didn't. It was no. a great really say. didn't. And it, it, they tried to make so much of a, oh, t- Andy Technology, Townsend blah, 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 did actually blah. say that he had a good feet for a big man, didn't he? Yeah? Did he? He <laughs> actually said that. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> he Back in your truck, Andy. Yeah. Um, uh, check with save of the season. Well, the two the two main points from that whole incident were Andy Carroll one should have buried that, yeah. Yeah. and two check made one well, yeah possibly the save of the season. It's, it's an incredible save, mm. yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely marvellous. But as you say, Carroll should have scored. I mean, can you imagine Carroll? He really come on and scored two. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and he, I mean, it was it was it was a shame for Liverpool because I I, I thought before the game. I thought, you know, the, the head said Chelsea, very much so. But mm. there was just something that I just thought, but this just seems Liverpool, it's fairy tale stuff. It's going to be their year. Bought into the hype. Yeah, yeah, I think I did, actually. I think I did. They started off, they were so insipid to start with. It, yeah, it, they were. They couldn't get They looked a bit overawed by it. Well, somebody said, you know, a midfield of, was it Mikel, Lampard, and uh, Ramirez. Ramirez will beat Henderson, Spearing, and Gerrard. Yeah, and yeah, also Liverpool's manager refused to wear a suit, so you know. Yeah, did he really? Well, yeah, he didn't refuse to wear a suit. He had a coat on. I'm, I'll not have that. You'll wear your suit. You'll wear your Wembley suit. Yeah. Wear your white suit. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll never live that all down, all Liverpool. Liverpool no, and rightly so. Was that not voted the second greatest FA Cup moment? <laughs> 
Yes. On ESPN and, it was, yeah. On, on, on something we commented on. <laughs> you, mean, you mean there was there was something in front of it? Yeah, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I, I can believe it myself. I think Liverpool yeah. should commemorate it every yeah. time. Oh, oh number one was the enemy play. <laughs> <laughs> Main event. Yeah. Mentally Keith hard Belgium was number three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, d- Chelsea um, uh, got their silverware and they could have more mm. in the weeks to come. I mean, if, if Dimito wins them the Champions League and the FA Cup, surely, <laughs> surely that will be enough, will it? No. They're ridiculous. You do get the impression that might be the case, though. Yeah, you know? no. Even if he does win them the Champions League, <laughs> yeah. it won't be enough. R- Roberto Dimito doesn't actually exist, you know that, right? Really? He's, he's, he's the alter ego of John Terry. He's like, like Clark w- Kent the Superman. Yeah, like a Wizard of Oz style thing. He's John Terry as a manager. That's right. what he is. Yeah, he's, just, he's just the alter ego. Do you think Terry goes into the, to the changing room and goes, first thing about Chelsea Football Club, you do not mention Roberto Di Matteo? Yeah. <laughs> he has, John Terry and Roberto Di Matteo have team meetings before the team talk. He says, well, this is what you're going to do. So just, you know, do you want to go through your lines? But you say that, but if that is the case, then John Terry's got them to these You just give him the job. We well, said this before. It's Roboto Di Matteo, yeah. right, surely. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's, <laughs> like the it's, a, it's a life decoy. Oh, fair play to Terry then. He's mm. got them there. Yeah. Ar- Arigato Roberto Di Matteo. Yeah, no? you, <laughs> that's an old song. Sharp, yeah. You tried. Hasn't Drogba been a good servant for Chelsea Football Club? Here's a talking point. Let's discuss that for a bit. Thanks. Uh, yeah, actually, that is a fair point. Considering people are talking about him going to China and, uh, and whatnot, and he mm. might still leave at the, at the end of the season. Mm. I think I think he's got a lot more to offer. I mean, I mean, I think the sticking point is that he wants a longer deal than Chelsea want to give him, right? Only well, one more. Yeah, it's not. You know, I know he's, he's probably on an, a king's ransom, but so is everybody <laughs> else at that club. So it's not. Yeah, and he's shown that he deserves it, has he not? I mean, he's a Premier League great, isn't he? Has he hit 100 goals yet? I think he's close to it. If he's just he not done that, he's superb for them. What, as you, you know, as Pete said earlier, what a servant for the club. It's easy to forget how long he's been there and what a sort of integral part of that side he is. He's the sort of the head of the spine of the team, if that makes yeah. sense. And, you know, just, I suppose, because it, it took him a while to get going, isn't it? It's easy to it forget. Did, and Drop yeah. was one of those players that was a bit of a sort of late starter in football. I think he was sort of, sort of like 25, 26 before he was really sort of mm. making any sort of waves. When all of his muscle fibres just turned into steel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's absolutely loved he's got everything as well, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm surprised he's not tempted to go back to Marseille. Well, there's talk of it, isn't it? He was only there for a season, but he's an he's lovely, like isn't a he? demigod there. Yeah, yeah. yeah He'd he, clear he, up in, in France. <laughs> yeah, he would. Um, yeah, but he's, you're right, uh, Jim. His first season in England, maybe even his second, um, certainly his first, like, people would sort of laugh at him a bit. Yeah, it's easy. God, he's scored yeah. a few goals, but he was a little bit of a oh, yeah, drug, but you know. Yeah. And, uh, and now look at him, he's keeping Torres out of the team. Mm. <laughs> at the age of 44 or whatever. Yeah. Something like that. Um, uh, so, yeah, well, well done to Chelsea again, um, winning the FA Cup final. Uh, Premier League time now, ladies and gentlemen. Have C- Manchester City wrapped it up, Jim? Um, I, I, yeah, well, yeah, they have, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> I'll t- it's, it's Bobby Zamora. Who was standing in the way of that title? Bobby Zamora was standing in the way. Like, Let's face it, at the beginning of the season, they'd have taken that. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how. Um, There's no know, givens. That's the way the form has been this season, I, I wonder what odds you'd get on all of the top four losing and it just staying as it is, but on a really sort of damp squib of an ending. I love the final day of the season, it's amazing. Mm. <laughs> Chiefly because it's one of the only, probably the only day of the season, perhaps. Yeah, it's the only that the season where everyone plays on the same day at the same yeah, time, yeah. which is great because all, all the news is coming in from all over yeah. the place. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's superb. But I remember my favorite, one of my favourite last days of the season was the season when we watched the last day with, with Pete and Newcastle got relegated. <laughs> oh yeah, we were in a pub, weren't we, with a yeah. um, couple oh, yeah. of listeners? Didn't, didn't enjoy, enjoy that. that. <laughs> no. I think probably my favourite last day of the season was a couple of seasons before that when uh, nobody had been relegated on the last day and match of the day cut cut it all together so, so in a chronological order of who was staying up and who was going down did like four games to cut together at once it was brilliant I hope we do that because we, we're, we're fortunate enough this week um, part of the reason I'm really looking forward to it is because we don't know who won the Premier League and we don't know the third team that's been relegated mm, yet so yeah. it'd be great well so hopefully hopefully QPR can keep City going for a while because if City are like 3-0 up after yeah. 20 minutes yeah. Uh, you know what? I think, gonna, I think they're going to make that a tough game, you know. They've been good at Loftus Road. I think. I think there's a. I've, no, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, over. <laughs> <laughs> you can pretend you it's Loftus Hughes? Road. Just I'm black out the windows of the bus. Oh, we're just going for a few laps on the stadium. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, at a park. Yeah, but how, how much would Mark Hughes want to win that game? Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. My goodness. I think there's a twist or two left yet. Um, run on and volley it in. <laughs> yeah, Hughes is playing. Yeah, yeah. he's picking himself. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah it, it, it promises to be incredible. But uh, Manchester City beat Newcastle 2 0. 
Um, Yaya Torre has been magnificent this season. He's just been such a difference when they've really needed something. Mm. He, he's just, like I said last week, he's a combine harvester of players. <laughs> yeah. He just marauds through. I know it's an obvious comparison, but he really is like Patrick Vieira mm. in terms of, you know, now that he's, you know, in a in a club where he, he can win things as well and be a standout performer he of the scores entire more league. goals than Vieira well Vieira scored a lot not a lot of goals but he did score a lot more freely around that age right. so, okay. I well, that, I'm not claiming the same person though I seem to be <laughs> actually claiming that for me well, in that match not. though and, and for the last few matches Mancini's known how to open the door a little bit for him to sort mm, of go up and run right. a little bit and when it's not happening for the team he knows to sort of go right give him a bit of room and yeah. you know it's, it's, well, you, <laughs> it's worth Pointing out again, you know, drive, drive. You guys were talking about Drogba at the beginning of his career at, at, at Chelsea. Uh, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, Yaya Toure, overpriced." Why have they signed really? him? Yeah. Well, wait, do you remember there was a Talksport outrage about how? Yeah, well, Talksport claimed he was like not not a name anyone had heard of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but won it all with Barcelona. Half a name you heard of at least. <laughs> and he was part of the, the first brilliant That's Barcelona right. side mm. under Guardiola. But you also what you need to remember is that he was playing a lot as a basic sort of holding midfielder. He was. Yeah. And, and Brian Marwood and, did it magn- and went to centre back for the Champions mm. League final. But Brian Marwood <laughs> came out and said the reason we signed Toure. Um, he became, I think he became their first £200,000 a week player or something people mm. were having a pop at him about that for whatever reason and he said it's an absolute no-brainer he can play in so many different positions exactly. yeah. he can play he can always play in the hole you know, but he can yeah. also play centre-back that's effectively where he played at the weekend and there's he, not many the players you can set out of uh, Manchester City isn't he he is the Perchino <laughs> <laughs> I love that well there's a bit of a have you watched anything <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, an ounce of research uh, nice to see the statue of Sir Bobby Robson outside St James's Park yeah he um, looks good though doesn't he yeah you know, it does it's a really moved, good one um, uh, and uh, where else have we got in the Premier League oh yes Arsenal drawing three all with, with Norwich City they got away <sighs> with uh, dropping points as obviously Spurs drew uh, one all with Villa and Newcastle lost but mm. uh, oh my god I mean I was, I was saying to you the other day Jim wasn't I that you know Arsenal they, they are the third place is very important because they've got a sneaky suspicion Chelsea, Chelsea are going to yeah. win in Munich and you know you've okay you lost a couple of goals you're 3-2 up you got the goal just see out the last mm. 10 minutes against well, a newly promoted side Alex Song was really guilty of playing the Hollywood ball when what we needed was the Ken Loach ball you know? <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so, and he's, he's done it time and time again obviously you know if he picked out Van Persie for another great goal at the weekend but it's just that as yeah. you say shutting up shop why are these lessons not being learned and you could see how frustrated Wenger was obviously he he will say this to them of course you know yeah. Wenger's going to notice that that's a bad thing to do but yeah. they just seem to ignore it almost and just implode like the defending was almost sort of like Slapstick at the weekend. Two things on that song pass that um, that ruined it. Uh, one is that if Hulay was manager, song would never play again. Do you know the style? And secondly, yeah. Wenger was so annoyed he went out and signed uh, Yama Villa. Yeah, so that's right. Right. Since you like that, India, yeah. that's what that's what happens. That's yeah. why you can't have nice things. Yeah. <laughs> he's he just spent seventeen million. Yeah. Yeah. He must be over possible. a pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My God, we don't know if that deal was done yet, but it's encouraging from Arsenal, from from my point of view at least, that they're trying to wrap up so many sort of high-profile deals. Yeah, well, they do all their business outside of the transfer window. It seems. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> an odd one. Don't well, they panicked last time, didn't they? Well, yeah, exactly. I think they've learned they those lessons. And of course, Van Persie and Theo Walcott have only got a year left on the contract. So, so you know, um, a message, a statement of intent to them, you would think. Shame for Bakary Sagan again. Yeah, breaking missing his the, leg, missing the Euro. Yeah, he's, well. he's yeah. one of the most consistent players in the Premier League. I mean, there's very few players it, it, on the planet I would swap him for. He's you know, one of the world's best fullbacks, I think. Yeah. Oh, he's class. He no made brainer. such a difference. I don't think I've ever seen him have a bad game for Arsenal. But the yeah. Arsenal's winning. And he run. had a broken leg at the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Arsenal's winning run coincided with him coming back. Well, he, you know, he. He uh, frees up Walcott a lot more, and Walcott obviously combines very well with Van Persie. He's an essential player to Arsenal. Devastating. As someone said on um, Twitter about Mavilla, does that mean um, Frimpong's been Frimponged? <laughs> Possibly, yeah. <laughs> and they hashtagged it, Bench! <laughs> 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 I forget who it was, I'll have to credit them when I see yeah, it. Wrong. As opposed to Dench. Um, uh, and, and the relegation uh, run in Bolton Wanderers. 2-0 up against yeah. uh, West Brom who um, I don't think have got anything to play for apart from making sure Roy gets a good send off 2-0 mm. up with 15 minutes to go and, and they give it away and now I mean they're in desperate need of a result I was impressed by West Brom actually because as you say they don't have a great deal to, to mm. play for but they fought back and they really rallied and they deserved it, it which makes me concerned about Arsenal's trip there in the last other season it looked like it was a strange one I agree with you Jim it was, it was almost like it seemed, when they went 2-1 it's like it meant so much to them yeah. which, which sounds stupid because it should always mean so much to them but they were really pumped yeah. and it wouldn't I mean one point I suppose you could argue that it may give them another half a million in positions at the end of the yeah, season I don't think you'd but, think about that but players don't tend to I don't think and it's almost like it was surprising to see it which in a way annoyed me 
Well, maybe it was mm. because they want to give Hodgson a, a decent send-off. Clearly, he's very well liked there. You know. He wouldn't do any uh, media, did he? Uh, was he? Oh, really? He wouldn't do any media, would he? <laughs> <laughs> Got there in the end. Yeah. Why is that? Because it would all be about England. Presumably. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, first question: Harry, get out. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Would Harry Redknapp have got a draw today? <laughs> would, he, would Harry Redknapp not have won today? Yeah. Yeah. Harry Redknapp. Harry Redknapp. Harry Redknapp. Harry Redknapp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, QPR though, with a great result, mm. <laughs> just giving them a real. Ch- I mean, if, if, if results Pitch go that way. Pitch though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a bit, bit premature. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they've they've. Seen, oh, maybe they're just excited. Actually, they're probably thinking, all right, we might not get to do this again, so we've got, we've got, <laughs> yeah. got to take our opportunity now. Did you see has been a low-key signing, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Seven games, five goals and two red cards. I mean, He's not that scored a bit of a game. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, so, so Cissé and Zamora stand in front of the title uh, for Manchester All of QPR, Marcus. No, oh, let's isolate a couple of them. And Mark Hughes as well, front, front three. Um, Blackburn Rovers are down. Oh God! And Steve Keane, oh, he annoys me. I'm going to put it out there. Chicken right. in the cape. Chicken in the cape. Chicken <laughs> yeah, in the cape. all right. Let's start with that. Chicken in the cape. What are you thinking? Absolutely chicken in the amazing. cape. Well, I loved about the chicken in the cape because there were so many people uh, just looking really dour and serious about it. And the very nature of a chicken in a cape is that it's meant to make you look stupid. So yeah. the more serious and dour you look, or you're removing a chicken in a cape from a pitch, just yeah. the sillier you look. It was brilliant. Let me, let me it just moved really quickly. Let me just clarify. Really this. this isn't a euphemism. There was a chicken. <laughs> In a, in a Blackburn Rovers cape that was released onto the pitch, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Probably by the Venkies owners, going, ah, we've screwed you, we in, hate this club. You in. You in, la la la. You in, la la la. What, what I like We're about it is... We're keeping keen in. <laughs> but Yakuba looked at this and I go, God, that's the quickest thing I've ever seen move. Are we supposed to move that quick? <laughs> Does anyone and that is my dinner you, also. You, yeah, I was going to say he ate that after the game. <laughs> what I found funny was... Dan did. Yakubu <laughs> and um, Al Habsi were kind of left to deal with the chicken. <laughs> yeah, as and if all that the stewards stood off. And then as soon as Yakubu picked it up, the stewards were like, right, yeah, we'll take it from here, yeah. How happy was like, is it halal? Can I? <laughs> <laughs> not, not yet. Um, yeah, that's Does right. anyone suspect foul play or? Uh, <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, but I don't know. Um, I don't know if that was. I don't know if that chicken was the first choice, or it was a little bit lower down the pecking order. But um, I just think that Blackburn could have feathered the storm. <laughs> I was about to say they're just trying to feather their own nest, but that'll do. Jimmy okay. got one. Uh, no. Okay. Stick your beak in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rubbish. Move on. He's desperately trying to think of one, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to move on. Mm. Um, we're not going to move on. We're going to stay, stay with Blackburn. But it's we, a shame yeah. to see them relegated. Of course, it sure. is. But what, what I started <laughs> to say, what really irritated me about Steve Keane was like, well, you Still know, I'd, I was, yeah, sort of four Blackburn fans really, because um, you know he was like, he uh, it, it almost seemed proud of the players' performance when they barely registered a shot at home when they absolutely had to stop. It's like, where's your backbone, Steve? That isn't good enough. It's okay for you to mm. say that. I think you know he's taken clearly. He's protecting his players when he's saying all this he's praising their performances and saying they're not that far away but sometimes what they need is a rocket up their arse and he mm. never gave them that and I think it, 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 they seem <clears> complacent <throat> however much he claims they weren't well I can remember when Brian Kidd was in charge when they went down and Brian Kidd said he went it's, it's not good enough I can't manufacture hearts the players mm. have got to want this they've yeah. got to this and that so you compare it to, to the same club and obviously a different set of players going down and it's, mm. it's vastly I, I th- different I think now is the time to sort of reflect and, and actually feel, have a bit of sort of sympathy for the fans because oh, yeah, they, got yeah. bad, they got a bad press during the middle of the season we were a part of that as well saying yeah. they should get behind the team blah 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 uh, everyone seems to have a pop at the fans now in retrospect it's, it's a bit unfair because it's not them who's, who's basically gutted the club and, and all, all this sort of I th- thing I thought you know, they were a little bit harsh on Keane earlier on I, I still think that but yes I do that feel incredibly sorry you know, visionary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's because great. it's all this Jerome Anderson sort of what, corrupt business. Think, you know no. what? What um, is forgotten is that Steve King was just like a, he was a coach there, wasn't he? He wasn't even the second team coach. Mm. Allardyce was expressed surprise that King was. Well, Jerome uh, was his uh, but, yeah. agent, and 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 Venky signed the club over to Jerome Anderson. He, he's a Venky's yes man, isn't he? Yeah. Basically, they might as well call him Venky the clown. <laughs> it's <Yeah. laughs> but they're not even talking to stakeholders. Do you remember that letter that was uh, circulated with the Venky's? Well, yeah, they no, weren't. No, they no, weren't no, even no, sort of talking to the stakeholders and the people who actually put money into the club going. Well, we need to be consulted yeah. on things like getting rid of the manager, for yeah, example, yeah. and doing the, things like that. The deputy CEO of, um, of Blackburn, his name's Paul Hunt, six months into the job, I don't know if that's changed now, he still hadn't met the owner. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just, I don't know what Venkies are doing. Yeah. Making mm-hmm. chicken. Yeah. yeah. 
Kelly Rowland will never play a championship club. And the, and the, yeah, the annoying thing is as well that the weather was Palermo-esque. Martin, <laughs> was, the scene was set for a great escape, and they just couldn't deliver it. Well, it, it was, was Wigan. Wigan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. One of them, one of them was, uh, secured yeah, their Ma- safety. Martinez uh, deserved a little bit of credit as well. Yeah, yeah very they've much been so. superb. Absolutely superb. Victor Moses has really, really sort of you know um, come to fruition almost, isn't he? You just wonder what what they've managed to do next season yeah. if they can start as well as they've been playing because Martinez has been there for, for a while now and he's put this infrastructure in place Wigan could could actually you know not be in a relegation battle for once which oh, that's right I, f- I think the big if you were going to be worried for Wigan fans for the club would be that they f- I think they still find it very hard to attract players mm. and, and the players yeah. they do get tend to almost by their very nature have to be gambles because they're not mm. in Europe so they're not going to get right. and it especially happens when they come to try and sign strikers and mm. Bosselli's a great example of that it's just a huge gamble because yeah. they couldn't get anyone else in they have to either gamble on like a championship player or they have to gamble on a foreign player who's not bothered about playing in Europe and will he be good enough and in Bosselli's case he obviously wasn't good enough so they've still got a strength in every year because yeah. someone like Moses could easily go yeah. he's at the next well they will season. lose top players yeah Season in, season out. It's just the nature of it. Mm. And I think part of that is because, you know, they, they, it's a club with a small support as well. So it's very, very difficult to sort of build foundations that you can rely on. Mm. No one wants shit foundations. No. No. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's the uh, the Premier League. Who's going up from the uh, Championship in the playoffs? Uh, Reading and Southampton. So far, <laughs> <laughs> confirmed. Yeah. But uh, West Ham made uh, light work of Cardiff. Mm, in the they were playoffs. emphatic. Well, they must be absolutely maddening to support Cardiff every <laughs> year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> been, we said last week, it's been about 50 years, I think, so they've been in the top flight. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they've been, they seem to be in the playoffs every season. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so so West Ham are in, in the final of the playoffs. Uh, oh, they were easily the better team against Cardiff across yeah, two yeah, days. Yeah. Uh, at the time of recording, we don't know who they're going to play. Two pingers in the match as well. Our main mm, scored a lovely one as well. It. Mm. Uh, in League One, Charlton finished the season with 101 points. Hey, oh, I am beating uh, Hartlepool, Pete. The Smurfs. You see them in? Uh, oh yeah, that was great on the uh, dressed up like Smurfs. Yeah, all the way down on the uh, Grand Central on the London Underground. There yeah. were loads and loads of um, people in fancy dress over the weekend, all throughout the leagues. Was it like National Dickhead Day? Have I missed something? Oh, so do you do get the old nice bit of fancy dress from the football league? Yeah, yeah. but you know, it was everywhere. Maybe yeah. there were lots of stags happening. I don't know. That's <laughs> because I think um, it's traditional in the last of the season I think but um, the Smurfs one, toys. the Smurfs one yeah the Smurfs one was brilliant just because there were so many of them normally yeah. you get about four or five of those sort oh, of yeah, there was no, like a hundred of them no yeah. I'm from that time I've never seen a fancy dress shop so I don't know where they're coming from <laughs> yeah. you've not one been back in the world because you've forgotten your roots it's all like yeah, some yeah. chai lattes and stuff for you yeah yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much now yeah you're yeah. not you're not I can't even speak I'm so angry champagne sandwich um Sheffield Wednesday have gained automatic promotion into second place, beating Wickham 2-0. Sheffield United uh, go into the playoffs with Huddersfield, MK Dons and Stevenage Borough. 38,000 at Hillsborough. It's class, isn't it? For a third tier game. That is class. And big Noel Ranger on yeah. the score sheet yeah. took time off in between various felonies <laughs> forget what a big club Sheffield Wednesday are I yeah. or could be I, oh, I never forgot well, you, yeah, the yeah. atmosphere there was amazing mm. it was rocking it was rocking to be fair scored. though I mean it, I can remember when they were in the Premier League because it wasn't that long ago and uh, they wouldn't always fill it even when they were in the top league you know, it would often be against the big teams like United they filled it to yesterday yeah oh, fair enough but, you know, Sheffield's it's a big city back. isn't it it's, mm. you know, it'd, be, it'd be good for, you know, it'd be good to see United get up next Season, they're excited they've heard or about even the, this season they've heard about the forge in uh, Middlesbrough just up the road what's uh, that one they've refired the um, the steel forge have they they're making, they're making metal again in the north east it's exciting there we go <laughs> well what implications is that going to have for the Premier League next season yeah. metal uh, and will they make heavy metal again in Birmingham that's what I want to know hey. the music now uh, League 2 <laughs> <laughs> just in case anyone ordered Lovely. the hell I was no, let's talk about um, Sheffield Wednesday because on the, on okay. the because uh, the reason I want to do that is because um, you know Stephen Bywater have we talked yeah. about him before is he mad yeah yes he is he made that weird art installation yeah with a sex doll yeah. in it yeah so you know the guy who does the football league show who does goes around the ground not Manish the weird guy he was a bit out of water to Billy Sharp last yeah. week yeah, yeah. Oh, that man I, that I, I've rewatched that three or four times I don't know why I'm some sort of sadist but I just thought that's Oh, that was a terrible bit yeah. of television. So, so ba- well, he's got his comeuppance because basically, because Stephen Bywater is mad. So, <laughs> so this guy, I forget his name, he wears rubbish jumpers. He went into um, into the change room for Sheffield Wednesday. And they were, they were sh- Baldy Beard Beard. Yeah, that's him, yeah. Um, Doctor Beard. They were uh, they were spraying the champagne around. Yeah, mm. and a couple of them got this presenter, and then Bywater just from nowhere, from off camera, you heard a get him, get him, and, that, right. and Bywater came into shot. 
chuck the champagne over this guy yeah. then chuck the water on him then run out of stuff and we're still screaming Punching like a madman <laughs> get him get him unloaded a whole plate of sandwiches on his head <laughs> then disappeared and came out of another plate of sandwiches and the bloke was just standing there <laughs> and Bywater looked like um, <laughs> yeah he had like a thousand yard stare it was, wow. it was. It was. Did he chin him and then Scott Tenderman-esque? <laughs> Did he just chin him and go finish? Yeah. Yeah. Has he played room. with Billy Sharp? Then is there some link there? I just think he's unhinged. Yeah, yeah. absolutely unhinged. <laughs> Did he push him out and just go? Don't come back. It was remarkable. We'll see you next season. <laughs> it was remarkable television. What a waste of sandwiches, <laughs> I'd say. Yeah. Um, finished yeah. League Two. Ready? Yeah. Good. Well, ready, ready, ready. Oh, uh, James Beattie got sent off for Sheffield United with a horrendous two-foot challenge, and will um, be out of the playoffs. Ah, oh. bone move, silly, yeah. silly boy. League Two, Crawley Town clinched automatic promotion. Uh, Hereford were relegated as Barnet survived on the last day at Southend. Talkie Cheltenham and Crew in the playoffs. Yeah, Crawley Cr- 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 won away at Accrington, didn't they? One 0 yeah. And Accrington, I think Accrington have got a hole in their pitch. I want an Accrington <laughs> fan to email and confirm that, but I'm pretty sure in the highlights I saw a hole in the pitch, mm. which is no good for, to anyone. Well, like a big fault line. <laughs> is that, if you get relegated, you go through that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a reminder, it's motivation. Next level. Yeah, um, and the <laughs> Barnet survived in the last day for the third season in a row. I think. Mm. Yeah, Limey O'Reilly. Exciting times, you know. Yeah, I love if this you game. can't win the league every season, exciting but times. Every season, Martin Allen comes back with three games left and saves them. <laughs> and it goes <laughs> again. <laughs> Um, uh, all of what we've said on the show ladies and gentlemen pales into insignificance now as we move on to the most important part it is of course the SPL and even though Dundee United beat Celtic 1-0 that's not what we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Motherwell because they've qualified for the Champions League ladies and gentlemen that is incredible stuff the well the (laughs) well are in there yeah in the 18th preliminary round I for, one, I for one definitely think they'll get to the, the group stage oh, they, they're going to win it now go on the steel men <laughs> we, we, they've got the wind in their sails you know yeah. they'll get investment in the summer they're, yeah. they're going to they're going to challenge Stuart McCall's already said they're definitely not investing he said it on, he said it on a radio interview in which he was asked 16 questions about Rangers oh, and one about Motherwell Nick, <laughs> is Nick Barnby just ringing him up going retract it retract yeah, it yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah obviously because of Rangers difficulties as, as we'll call them uh, they are banned uh, from uh, European competition and uh, the Motherwell have, uh, have slipped in I think I think I remember Motherwell in the because U- Motherwell came third last season as well didn't they uh, and I think they knocked out of the Europa League qualifying round to Odense but they'll play someone they'll play someone like Braga in the playoff round and they'll, and they'll get and in the third qualifying round yeah. and they'll probably get B but if not they go through to the playoff who could they, could they maybe get if they go for the, they're gonna, well, they're going to be unseeded for both, so they could get anyone. Could they get like Schalke or, or like the fourth team in Germany, whoever that may be? I or? think I think that's in the playoff, not in the third qualifying. And the third oh, qualifying will be like Denmark or Russia or Portugal or something. Okay, mm. you never so, know. They could get maybe like a Lithuanian side or something and get but through that. You right. see the, the list of teams that like they the could possibly in the playoff round. <laughs> some, some of the teams I could get in the playoff round are stuff like Inter. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. That's what if they want. They, that's all they want. Yeah. Let them let still them men. Go on, the boys. Tell you what. Tell you what. Now then, let's go to uh, Serie A, where Juventus uh, have stopped Zlatan becoming a champion for the first time in a while. Yeah, well, in over a decade, because, isn't it? Yeah, because they won the league themselves. They did, and they've um, not lost the game. Yet, I think it's nine they? years, not not ten. I think it's nine oh, years. Right. For yeah, but uh, incredible, Juve unbeaten in the league. Obviously, got, I think they've got one game. One left. game left. Yeah, very solid team. Oh my goodness, it's fair to say. Yeah, <laughs> um, they beat uh, Cagliari two 0 away. Boriello scored, didn't he? And obviously, uh, was um, that not an own goal? Uh, well, actually, yeah, it was. Yeah. It looks like an incredible goal, but it, it, it wasn't yeah. on goal. But he was, you know, he's a nuisance all game, and obviously Pirlo yeah, yeah. as well um, was influential and has been all season. It's well, a two X Milan player. Indeed, they were. You've only conceded nineteen goals all season. Just it's like one every two games. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happens. You mix it up with the back three and a right. back four. That is classic <laughs> Italian, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Roman army. Yeah, like the sort of thing you get on football Italia in the nineties. Yeah, when uh, they used to defend like that uh, all the time. And also <laughs> like the way that um, Juventus have been really. Um, Really, sort of fair and so, and still not acknowledging the two titles that are taken. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. You've just won the league. Yeah. What does the um, uh, the event of sporting directors <laughs> say after the match? Um, and bearing in mind, obviously, they've had two skedaddles taken off them, so it, it is officially skedaddled away from them. Yeah. Yes, it's their twenty eighth skedetto. Skedetto, and Giuseppe Marotta said after the match, "It's our thirtieth skedetto. We've got thirty bottles of champagne ready to mark our thirtieth title." Yeah, yeah. Like, how many more times? He'll be having those 30? two to himself, only those last ones. <laughs> yeah, <he's>, uh, <laughs> maybe no one's told him. Yeah. <laughs> and they're in the background, go, "What's he talking about? You don't tell him." I don't think so because Buffon. Uh, 
uh, said, I've won five titles on the field, although they've only awarded me three of them. Give yeah, it that's fair enough. Yeah. But Buffon's not really his fault, yeah, is it? Yeah, but they were cheating. cheating. He didn't know it, but they Buffon's were cheating. Been cheating. <laughs> Buffon's been so good. Yeah, but he He's must understand. He must understand yeah. why that um, they were given advantages. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't him who did it. Oh no, but still, he's, he was part of the team that were given unfair advantages. He's got to acknowledge that. Having said all that, though, um, Palermo president uh, Maurizio Zamperini came out and said this recently, um, which I suppose indirectly supports Juventus. He said, referees hate me personally. At least before Calciopoli scandal, they were controlled by institutions. <laughs> now they do what they like. I'm sad for football. Oh, it's anarchy. <laughs> It seems to be so. I prefer it when it was corrupt. <laughs> yeah. No, he's not even seeming to say that. He's literally saying that. Oh, do you remember when I used to have to draw like tights on the back of my leg with a pen? Oh, I used to love rationing. Brilliant. <laughs> it's just, I loved it when we turn up at Juve and get nothing. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not even the craziest thing a manager's done that weekend in the in the ceremony. No, I will leave that to the towards oh. the end because we've got to talk about the Milan derby first. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where Inter emphatically won four-two. Uh, Ibra's double wasn't enough mm. because. Melito trumped him with a hat trick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was a Melito lovely, again. lovely little set two between uh, Julio Cesar and uh, Zlatan. Where mm. Zlatan had a penalty, didn't he? And Cesar, I don't know what he was saying to him, but it was almost like laughing at him, basically mm. going, "No, oh, you're going to miss. You're going to miss your big girl." And Zlatan just scored and right. you know gave it his gave it his big licks. Don't back. Know who <laughs> yeah. Zlatan's second was delicious. Cesar yeah, tried to give licks. And Zlatan's got bigger licks. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how it is. And Mykon Douglas has got the oh biggest Oh my yeah. goodness, what a goal. That's one of my favourite goals this season. He can hit him. That is ridiculous. And he's named after Michael Douglas. What more do you want? Mm. Yeah. The league is complete. Mm. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a great win um, for Inter, especially stopping Milan when the league. They absolutely yeah, they that. That's, that's, that's made game. their season, that's, hasn't that's, it? Yeah, like. they've forgotten what's happened. for the, the, the It was just a brilliant game. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, Maratti's given uh, Stramaccioni like a 54-year contract now. <laughs> <laughs> he's won the derby, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was talk about Zlatan, will he stay or, or will he depart? He, he said he was going to stay, and then I think that was the other day, but something came out today saying that if they didn't strengthen, he, was, he didn't want to stick around. Well, I've got a quote from the the big man oh, yeah. uh, which says I feel good at Milan I couldn't have more I'm like the good wine getting better as time passes yeah. <laughs> I love that started I am happy and ended I am also brilliant yeah <laughs> He's got, I think he's got 28 goals in 31 games in the league. He's, no, he's been superb. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's been one of the best players um, in Serie A this season. On the planet, I think it's fair to say. Yeah, why not? Why not? And I saw him in a nightclub, so up yours, everybody. Um, now you're then, now better. Let's see. Yeah, that. That's so true. Osmosis. That's true. Didn't he see you? Yeah. No, he looked. He looked over me. He's about a foot taller than me. <laughs> and the rest, Marcus. Come rest. on now. Well, actually, he's what six foot five, so he's you know eight inches. Two foot taller than you. No, nine inches. It doesn't matter. It, what matters is is that Fiorentina have sacked their coach uh, Delio Rossi after he punched his own player during last week's Wednesday night match. A bold wow. move. Did you see it? <laughs> yeah. Well, what happened was the player in question uh, was 20-year-old Adam Leitch, who uh, sarcastically applauded uh, Rossi for subbing him off. Rossi did what any normal manager would do, gave him a right hook. <laughs> he, and he had so many opportunities to, to not do it as well, because he'd clearly gone to hit him. Loads of people got in the middle and went, no, and he sort of took a little bit of time and really picked his spot on his face. <laughs> it was really undignified. Yeah. He sort of stumbled into the, uh, to the dugout yeah. as well, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> See, I have to say, uh, the Italian restaurant near me, the guy who runs it called Luca, and uh, he's, a, he's from uh, Genoa, he's Port Sampdoria, and I was in there the other night and we were talking about it, and he genuinely couldn't see any problem with it. No. <laughs> he's like, well, if you disrespect the manager, that's what you get. Yeah, you get a clump. It's not what you get. <laughs> well, it is what he got. Yeah. Uh, I did like the manager. He did apologise um, profusely and said, you know, this is not uh, what I'm all about, etc., etc. But I, I did like this bit where he said, my actions were deplorable, but understandably humanly. <laughs> yeah, because that's what people do, isn't it? Old people just go and hit punching 20-year-old kids. Yeah. If kids disrespect you, just belt them. I didn't even think he applauded. I thought he just gave them a sort of thumbs up. Mm. I didn't even think it was as bad as the applause. Well, it was a sarcastic gesture, wasn't yeah. it? Which, which it to, it deserves a yeah. punch in the chest. It was, it was um, a looming punch. Did you, did you guys also see... Um, you remember earlier in the season there was a, 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 race, a racial issue between Emre and Zakora in mm. Turkey? And, um, oh, and Emre. Emre allegedly racially abused Zakora. And uh, they they met for the f- <laughs> they met for the first time since at the weekend, 
and um, Zakura and they've forgotten about it yeah. haven't they it's yeah. fair to say he got his own back Lou yes it's <laughs> fair to say Zakura tried to literally kick racism out of Imre yeah. kick <laughs> his testicles into his throat it was, it was the worst it, not even it's not a tackle it's the but not, <laughs> referee <laughs> referee booking yeah. only a booking if you didn't see this it cannot be overstated how much Zakura just saw him coming ran up to him and just kicked him in the balls there was no he didn't even pretend it was a tackle yeah. but yeah. what is funny is Zakura turns around to the referee holds his hand up and goes yeah 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 yeah, I know. I know. Get- I know what I've done. Gets a booking. He's like, yeah, okay, fair enough. That is a booking. <laughs> <laughs> You're the, the referee and Zakora at that point are the only two people that are watching or are involved in the entire incident who think it's a booking. Yeah. Mm. I th- I looked it up in the rules of the game, laws of the game, and it was fourteen reds. <laughs> <laughs> Emre's second name is something like <laughs> yeah, and I think yeah, that's what yeah. he said. <laughs> 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 Um, anyway, just before Luke dragged us to Turkey, we're going to go back to Italy very briefly, where uh, um, there's well, the time of recording is breaking news where 22 clubs and 61 players are being investigated for match fixing. They'll all get a punch in the chops. Mm. Yeah. Put Delia Rossi on that job. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just mm. go around just smacking people up. This is <laughs> Fist City. <laughs> this is a job where you can, yeah. you know, uh, feel free. So, match fixing, go and get your jaw fixed. <laughs> <laughs> Take uh, a bung, take it in the face, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh, dear. Now, somewhere we don't often go is Portugal. But, mm. uh, I've been there loads, actually. It's you? nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went to Cape Verde. That was owned by the Portuguese. I've um, been to Porto, which is a very nice city. Oh, I didn't mean literally. You've been there. I know. Lisbon. Lovely. <laughs> Um, this has uh, been where? Slept in a bed with Andy Brassel. I'm yours. <laughs> um, uh, now then, uh, Portuguese Premier League club, uh, Unel Leria, they played their last match uh, last weekend against uh, Firenze with eight men. Not enough. 16 players <laughs> from the club collectively handed in letters of resignation That's over salary payments. Yeah, Pascal Chimbonda become an agent. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the Pompey players don't read that. <laughs> Why wouldn't you just get someone from the crowd? They'd be well, bang up for it. I yeah. think they're registered. you got to register oh. people when they're in advance. It's a proper league. Oh, balls. It's not your Sunday right, team, Pete. <laughs> that would have been my first plan. You can't put it on Twitter like you did at the Ramble. <laughs> yeah. The club president, um, I don't think he's flown off the handle um, after he blamed traitors in the camp and the Taliban. <laughs> I don't know. That's a big show, isn't it? Yeah. Is it um, Where is my... <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's phoned Bacali going, what do you do? He's like, just blame whoever just you want, mate. say the first thing that comes <laughs> into your head. Um, he's also, he also accused uh, Marley and midfielder Cater of stealing a suitcase of €6,000. Now... He's, he, he did Who has that lying around? Well exactly Well they it, can't pay their players <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, So they're just taunting them With suitcases yeah. everywhere He said uh, Cater stole 6,000 euros That were in a suitcase Ran out of the stadium Still in his kit And had someone waiting for him in a car Now the, he said that That's, that's a heist That's yeah, specific but If you were a footballer Performing a heist You wouldn't dress as a footballer would you? you wouldn't wear your kit <laughs> Unless it's a, the worst heist ever anyway, When will I be heist. most knackered in the week After a game I think I'll steal it then yeah. <laughs> When will yeah. I be most <laughs> recognisable Outside the stadium in a kit <laughs> After the game I've just played it <laughs> Anyway the president Taliban mate The president Yeah the president It's more likely <laughs> Thinking about it <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, the president, he said that, that's specific. And then the club have basically gone, did he do that? Well, and then the club issued a statement saying, this was a misunderstanding. <laughs> I found it. Yeah. I felt stupid. <laughs> Yeah. It was just down there. It was a different bloke in a different suitcase. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was his bag. It wasn't out of <laughs> And he never ran. Yeah. And he got public transport. And he was changed. Hey, God, my face. Yeah, um, yeah so uh, <laughs> they were thinking about um, quitting the, the league, uh, you now were, but uh, they're, they're not going to. They're going to play youth team players and whoever they can bloody well find. Them, like, why it? would you consider quitting the league first? Because <laughs> you can't play. You can't field the bloody team. Well, they've got the youth players. Surely that was an option before just pulling out the whole thing altogether. <laughs> we do have eight players. Now we've got seven because one's run off. I've <laughs> <laughs> oh, taken the kit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, um, uh, speaking of odd things, let's go to Norway, where a rather odd match happened in Norway's fifth team. Yeah, ladies Ooh, and gentlemen, oh this yes, is going to be big time. Is oh, big Roy, big Roy yes. Hodgson, is he involved? No, but we well, may no. as well be talking about my Sunday league team. <laughs> well, yeah. Now we might as well, yeah. Um, um, in a game uh, which uh, involved Sandved and Ild, 
um, the, the heavy big ones. The big one, yeah. I think we can agree. <laughs> um, there was an attacking player for Sanved who went past uh, an ill defender and tripped. Well, he said he tripped over his own feet. In the penalty area. In right? the penalty area, and the referee gave a penalty. Now, the forward was very honest and, and, and actually protested against the referee. Uh, and the referee booked him for this after the game. I love this. The referee went. It was a clear penalty. The player got it all wrong. I don't know. The, the, I don't think the players know the rules properly. And once I blow my whistle, I can't change my mind. You can. So, so the referee sort of said, "No, you didn't trip over your own feet." And the guy's like, "No, I did. They're my feet." Like, it's like it reminds me of Robbie Fowler when he said it wasn't a penalty and he missed it on purpose and then yeah. Rocketeer smashed it in. <laughs> well, anyway, the ill communication, ah. <laughs> the ill behaviour, with the ill behaviour, with the ill behaviour. Um, so the player, as I say, got a yellow card for protesting, and then it, he. Continued to argue and got himself sent off. <laughs> so, um, you get this manager was like, What are you doing? Well, the player manager for Sanford, he put the penalty wide on purpose. You've ordered a man sent off. He's like, No, it's not a penalty, put it wide. Um, and they were, they were, so they're down to 10 men, but they're 3 1 up. However, Ild uh, withdrew a player as well. To make it ten all, ten aside. Because What's the referee must have if, you're, if you're that player, you've got to be gutted. Though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then Ild got awarded two late penalties and scored them both, and so the match ended three all. But I love this. The referee also said after the game that uh, the, the, the Sandved player um, who missed the penalty was complaining about one of the penalties given against him and he said I don't really understand that first he shoots wide on purpose then he complains when the other team scores it's hopeless <laughs> this guy's got no concept of sportsmanship has no. he like, at all I don't think he uh, is he actually a ref <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he seems people they just seem to ignore him yeah. to some traffic warden <laughs> yeah. that's wandered in oh dear now it's time for going for gold going for going for gold gold it is time for going for gold. Entertain yourself while I toddle over there and get my clue. I, I never understand why you don't get the clues ready. No. Because you hog the table and I don't have enough room. <laughs> hog the <laughs> table. Table hogger. That's God. me told. Yeah. Someone's tired. <laughs> I need my num num rusky rusks. <laughs> right. Ever had a rusk as an adult? Disgusting. Yeah. Disappointing. Oh, they're nice. Multi. Multi. Oh, Michael McIntyre. <laughs> Oh, what, about those, what about those rusks, eh? Shut Ooh, up. Oh, they're smaller than you remember. <laughs> going, for, going for gold. <clears throat> going for gold. I was born in 1964. Stop. Three years before the summer of love. Uh, <laughs> like in your work. I started my career at Yeovil Town. No, no, nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing on the horizon? No. Brain-wise? No. Fact bombs on the horizon? No, no. no not even Carpet bombing. <laughs> Nothing in the loading bay. I scored 99 times in 173 league appearances. Stop. For a club. Jay-Z? <laughs> <laughs> no. <clears throat> I was born in Evesham. Or Evesham, even. <laughs> Nothing. <sighs> Used to be a soldier. Stop. Guy Whittingham. Ah! Yes, the corporal. <laughs> You'll not get that past me. No. <laughs> you will never, ever get that past Corporal me. Corporal punishment. The corporal punishment. Uh, in 2000, and, uh, 2000, 2001, I scored for three different clubs. Uh, I started my managerial career at Newport Isle of Wight. Two clubs later, he's uh, co-managing Portsmouth Lols. <laughs> uh, he's a coach, I think, yeah. I, a great fact about Guy Whittingham is he scored 42 to... league goals in 46 league appearances for Portsmouth and didn't even get player of the season. Mm. And used to play for Sheffield Wednesday at Aston Villa. Mm. Yes, correct. Thank you for, uh, for your email, lady. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for an email. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm just going to go straight into it. Tell us the calls. Uh, greetings, boys. Ch- that is in the email. It's Tesco um, Matt. Is he it back? It is. Yeah, it is. Asking about Tesco Matt is like sticking up the bat signal. Yeah, he always gets in touch. Yeah, the, the testy signal. <laughs> yeah. um, cheers for the mention on the last ramble, and I've been meaning to write for a while. If Lukey Moore is going to get a Carlos Valderrama tattoo down there, I suppose I could get a Luke Moore one in homage to the show in the same region. All is well here, but sadly, I am no longer in Mexico, having re- relocated to the Czech Republic, what? where the beer is cheaper than water. The irony of the mention was that we had. Friends over recently, and despite my wife's continued embarrassment, I reminisce by playing them the testicle episodes from your World Cup shows. <laughs> On that subject, with the up and coming Euros, can we expect a daily ramble from the tournament as you did from South Af- Africa? It wasn't daily, Matt. Uh, yeah. It wasn't daily, but uh, we'll, we'll be doing more shows than normal, won't we? That's, as, that's as much as I'm interested in these different locations, <laughs> all I want to know about is his testicle. Yeah, well, hang on. <laughs> hang okay, in right. there. All the best, <laughs> testicle Matt. P.S. Just to annoy Jim, the balls are doing well. Good. That's what I wanted to hear. How yeah. well can balls do? Yeah. They just hang there. Well, on the on the ball, playing semen. On the ball subject, <laughs> is, 
is we're in the right it's state. Still going. <laughs> Sorry. Still going. <laughs> Have some respect for the for testicle Matt, if not me. <laughs> PPS Jim, good luck with the balls to homelessness gig on Monday. Thanks, Matt. It was great. Sadly, I can't be there. But if you have a link to a donation page, I will send the charity a few quid. Or if you want to do that, Matt, it's justgiving.com forward slash Team England HWC 2012. So there you go. I think do some charities, everyone. Testicle Matt is a big plant. Oh, are you doing some shows over the Europe? Yes, that's a very good question. <laughs> it's, Luke, it's Luke emailing in from and about his own balls, isn't it? <laughs> We've seen them. As They're if not I damaged. do that. <laughs> <laughs> we oh. see them weekly. Good to hear from him anyway. Yeah. We can all agree Imagine on that. You're glad that you and you're not so well. And back in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> the darling nuts of Matt. Yeah. Oh, now it's time for a profile. And the Dean Windass Hall of Fame is in association with kitbag.com this week. So get over there and buy everything. Uh, oh, it's a Premier League great we've got for you this week. One of the best goalkeepers, quite possibly, we've ever seen. It's the Great Dane, it's Peter Schmeichel. Oh, Massive yes. time. Albert! <laughs> already, already that's a callback <laughs> um, uh, you could learn something Jim oh, cheers Pete can you write that down for me I didn't understand what it was we don't normally do those because we're rubbish <laughs> <laughs> that might not be the Newcastle Manchester United game we'll mention though Petey oh. ooh fret mm. my fist one in the eye um, he was born on the 18th of November 1963 oh just then 48 months before the summer of love Indeed. Uh, started his uh, playing career for his local team in Denmark. He impressed there. He got a move to Vidovre, uh, a slightly bigger club in Denmark. According to records, he scored six goals for them. <laughs> he loved coming up. He did, yeah. yeah. Last it's a strange one. Um, he was there for. The balls on him years. as a youngster to be doing that as well. Yeah, yeah strange. <laughs> testicle Matt esque. <laughs> his son's done it quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. Last oh. few seasons. Well, he thinks it's normal, though. Isn't he? It's, it's different. <laughs> it's true. Um, again, he, he impressed, and uh, he got a move to the Danish side Bronby, which are one of the big sides, of course, in Denmark at the age of 24 in 1987. Uh, it was a good season, 87-88, for Schmarkel. He made his debut for Denmark. He won the league with Bromby and then went to Euro 88 with the Danes, starting against Italy and Germany, although they went out in the first round. Mm -hmm. But his uh, time at European Championships would come, though. Yeah. Uh, he went on to win the league three times with the Danish club Bromby and he helped them get to the UEFA Cup semi-final going Bromby, out that's yeah. huge they're knocked out to Roma yeah and it was yeah. only a last minute Rudy Voller goal they were drawing one all away and they would have gone through an away goals but Voller scored in the last minute he'll do that yeah Voller that's true um, but yeah an incredible achievement um, and at the end of the 1990-91 season Schmalstock was quite high uh, he was voted in a poll by the IFFHS, uh, very reputable people, uh, in the top ten goalkeepers in the world. He would have been very young then as well, so that's you know, really oh, a sign of things to come. Was he not like mid late twenties by then? Um, it was kind of yeah. Uh, Cause he, don't forget, really? Yeah, because he did, he did, he did flourish actually quite late on. Yeah, he did. He would, um, he would have been about twenty because I'm pretty sure he would have been like, almost thirty. Yeah, he was, he, he was twenty four wow. when he signed for Bromby in eighty seven. Yeah, okay. Wow. So you do the math. Yeah. Um, but Ferguson was interested mm -hmm. because I think uh, you know when Manchester United signed him in '91 for just over five hundred thousand pounds. People say, "Oh, when you look back on it, you know what a, what a great deal it was." And, and and people, I think, think he was an unknown mm -hmm. or yeah. not very well known. Whereas actually, as we said, you know, he good run in the UEFA Cup. Yeah, he'd represented Denmark at a major tournament. Um, okay, he's playing in the Danish league, league not the best, but people what a, price a profile, though. yeah. And and do you know something? It's, it's something that I've, I'm really keen to explore in general about the price of goalkeepers. Because in this whole Moneyball thing, where they talk about, if you've read the Moneyball book about baseball, they talk about undervalued positions and stuff. Goalkeepers mm. are massively undervalued. Yeah. Yeah. you get the you get the occasional massive transfer Buffon. fee from a goalkeeper. Yeah, a Buffon. Yeah. But generally speaking, <sighs> I don't Craig know, Gordon. Aside from Buffon, where do you where, where well, do you like, go down Craig from Gordon there? was a big one. Oh, it's nine million. De Gea, De Gea was big. De Gea, yeah. But generally speaking, compared to some like strikers I mean how many points did goalkeepers save your season well they used Loads. to say didn't they was, yeah. Schmeichel was incredible points. for that yeah yeah, yeah so uh, it was it was a great signing for Manchester half a mil and it, it, but <laughs> an even, even better one when you actually realised that he wasn't unknown it was yeah. a decent it signing it was just a really canny move exactly and his first season at United they, they won the, the League Cup and he finished the season with Denmark at Euro 92 mm. am, am I right in saying um, you may not have this written down but I'm pretty sure it took him ages to concede a goal when he signed for United he was amazing from like day one is that right I think it took him quite a few games before he actually conceded a goal at United I think they were, they, they were genuinely really good when he signed for them mm. but Euro 92 uh, obviously Denmark famously qualified after or, or stepped in for Yugoslavia mm. uh, they, kind they of pulled out of the tournament 
And the Danes are in the group with England, France, and host Sweden. Kept a clean sheet against England, standard. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, lost to Sweden and beat France. Uh, and then they went through to play the defending champions Holland in the semi-final. Holland were clear favourites yeah. mm. against Denmark, and Denmark took them to penalties. And it, the only penalty that was missed was the man who the previous tournament belonged to, Marco van Basten, and it was a great save from Schmeichel, and the Danes went through. And then Schmeichel kept a clean sheet against the Germans mm. in the final in, in 92, when they sensationally won the European mm. Championships. Well, even They won it without Michael Laudrup as well. Yeah, mm. as, as we said in, in Laudrup's profile. Yeah. Uh, then went uh, back to business at Manchester United, where he would experience more success, I think it's uh, safe to agree. Uh, more than one perhaps imagined, Pete. Uh, five <laughs> Premier League wins, three FA Cups, uh, the League Cup we just mentioned, and of course the, the Champions League. And a partridge. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what a presence he was. In he that. was just big, he would save a lot with his legs, Like he'd mm. always have like that kind of teddy bear um, position where he'd just sort of sit down with his arms and legs yeah. outstretched, just on, the, on his backside, and nothing could get past him. Something else he was incredible for was catching shots in mid-air. Like yeah, ab- yeah. Absolute screamers that he just <laughs> pluck out of the air. <laughs> with his, his mouth, it would seem, sometimes. <laughs> he, just he also... Like a brick wall. I can remember towards the sort That of, could move. I can remember sort of towards the sort of late 90s. It might even be a bit earlier than that. It got to the point where I think... I was thinking that when it comes to one-on-ones, he was just like the first goalkeeper I've ever seen. He was just favourite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and absolutely. Strikers started That's to think right. that as well, and it became psychological for them. And he would just save so many ones-on-ones. It was yeah. it was unbelievable. Yeah. Well, can you imagine being a striker? If you threw on goal and you just see him bearing that monster. Yeah. He was a wall. I, mean, I think man. we said that in Southall's profile as well, but this one even more. Mm. A red-nosed shouting wall. Constantly yeah, screaming at defenders. Well. <laughs> yeah, but that's it. Even his, I mean, his own defender, you wouldn't want to make a mistake, obviously, because you, you, you know you're, it's your job. But um, you'd piss him off. Oh, the amount of times he used to hammer Gary Neville. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Neville used to get a dog's abuse from Schmeichel. It's no. easy to forget that. It's, yeah, Schmeichel is as much, you know, to do with Gary Neville's work ethic as Gary Neville is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he, not just Neville though. He would do it to Pallister. Oh, he's yeah, a big course, guy yeah. as well, you know. He's but brilliant. I remember Neville being the sort of young pro then. And getting <laughs> yeah. more. Mm. Is it fair to say that Schmeichel would have been the greatest ever goalkeeper to wear tracksuit bombs? <laughs> he used to wear tracksuit bombs quite a lot. Yeah. I mean, there's an argument he's up there with the greatest anyway. He, uh, he was voted above like Lev Yashin at one point, wasn't he? he was, yeah. All time keepers. I mean, yeah, that, and that sort of, I suppose, teddy bear move or, or sort of gorilla type move, Pete, where he would just jump at an attacking player, mm. just putting his body on the line. Mm. With that. I mean, you'd think how dangerous, like, what could happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know, y- you're uh, not giving your, your matty testicles any sort of protection, no, are they? No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you know, people say that United haven't managed to replace Schmeichel, but there's not been a keeper in the Premier League that's been been, been as good as him. What, do you remember the fact. vacuum that, you know, afterwards, all, yeah, the, all the goalkeepers right. they went through? Yeah. The yeah. biggest testament to how good he was is how difficult United fans to yeah, replace him. Definitely. Right. It looked like Peter Cech might, you know become that at when he first signed for Chelsea but obviously he had his he injury was for a bit. it's not quite bad yeah, yeah, yeah not quite bad um, uh, he made a lot of fairly uh, poor defenders look excellent at times for Manchester mm. United and there weren't many of them but there was a couple of sort of slid in every yeah. now and again it was just like oh he would he would I mean marshalled his defence mm. He really did. And if, uh, you, if almost, you weren't in the proper position, he would flip and well he, let he you He'd know. pick you up and drag you to where he yeah. did. He almost saw a bollocking as part of the save. Right, you fucking. No, you know what I mean? yeah, I've done my bit of the job because <laughs> you didn't do your yeah. bit, you absolute. I didn't yeah. want to be making that save. Yeah. But that's annoyed me. <laughs> I'm like 10 Jan Mulbys taped together. Imagine how frightening that is. <laughs> and now I'm going to have to launch the ball down the park to yeah. set up another counter attack. Yeah. What a throw he had on him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he would like. Oh, there's gigs on the wing. That's fine. To feet, <laughs> he can safely, safely throw it much further yeah. than I can kick it. And probably, Easily. you know, if he threw it to feet, he might knock the player over with a sheer force. He thought it was ten pin bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Um, my goodness. Uh, oh, one save. That's what I was trying to think with that kind of uh, when he would throw his arms and legs, like like weapons, like a special yeah. move. The one against Zamorano. Zamorano. Yeah, I remember that one. At yeah. Old Trafford in the quarterfinal, yeah. I think it was of the Champions yeah. League. And Zamorano is quite small anyway, so it yeah. just looked ridiculous. Well, Zamorano, he was a, he was a diving header from close range, and he just threw his arms up and and and, and saved it. It was incredible. But it could have been oh so different. Because after a match... Have you got something about Bizarro World, Schmeichel, you're going to tell <laughs> Well, uh, uh, after Schmuckle. a match against Liverpool in 94, when United had thrown away a three-goal lead, Ferguson had given Schmeichel a bit of a bollocking, and the big man wasn't having any of it, Schmeichel, <laughs> and he gave it right back. 
like he went mental back at Ferguson and Ferguson was just like you're out mate sacked see you later you, you're not doing that again it's a bollocking after a defensive error yeah. but he just carried it into the dressing room yeah and Ferguson he did that was it that was the end of it and I'm, I'm not sure of the timescale if, if Schmeichel did it on his way out of the dressing room or the next day at the club whatever it was but he apologised to the rest of the team when Ferguson wasn't there or so he thought Ferguson was actually could hear it and he was eavesdropping and Schmeichel said to the whole team look lads I'm really sorry I shouldn't have acted like that you should respect the manager you know what I did that's not a good way to do things and Ferguson heard this and reversed his decision and mm. kept Schmeichel at the club weak <laughs> and he's paid the price he has yeah. paid the price <laughs> you know they could have had Mark Bosnich in before him yeah um, <laughs> in <laughs> Roy Carroll was a youngster I think what actually happened was he said to Ferguson said to his assistant I've just sacked Michael get Taibi on the phone <laughs> and the assistant went you sure Mm. alright we'll let him back in one more, one more <laughs> chance Tybee's dropped the phone on his foot <laughs> and yes we do all know that Tybee wasn't actually that bad yeah um, uh, I don't know we've mentioned this before but one thing that Schmeichel did I don't think I'd seen it before was coming up for corners mm. like obviously when United uh, needed a goal like it was outrageous behaviour it used to all the time I think it used to scare quite a lot of defenders to yeah. the point where he wouldn't score himself that much but it used to which gives you an extra man because he only scored one goal an extra for ten them. men <laughs> it's, it's yeah. against Villa he scored no 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 the, uh, no he scored a goal for Villa for, oh, that's it of course it was it yeah, was yeah. Uh, a Russian side in the UEFA Cup oh and Volgograd they, that's right and they actually went out United I think on away goals um, but, but he did score although he, he scored a lovely volley against Wimbledon in the Cup that was an overhead kick wasn't it kind of overhead it, it, but he was ruled out for about his overhead kick as a man who is built like a statue can <laughs> <laughs> do an overhead kick I think if it's a goalkeeper we can safely allow it it's maybe yeah, yeah fair enough um, staggering and it's staggering that he didn't concede more goals like that obviously there was the famous one in Euro 96 where he got caught out by Karol Pavorsky yeah. no 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 really... uh, no I'm pretty sure it was Pavorsky no that, with, with the I'm thinking of the scoop aren't I yeah no it was, yeah he got yeah, lobbed was, by yeah. him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, um, yeah that was when Suka they broke away and, and scored but he still got back though before yeah. it uh, but yeah, I had one display. I'm sorry, Pete, but 95 96 season when they were chasing Newcastle, an unbelievable display at St James's Park. Yeah, when you had Celeste Ferdinand and the rest peppering him. Yeah, and United needed that. That was the turning point in the season, and he was superb. You know, absolutely magnificent display. And that is where, when they say he's worth 12 points and all the rest mm, of it, yeah. it's just absolutely different class. Um, played for Denmark at Euro 96 um, after that season, went out in the first round though. Um, and uh, he, he was in goal as well for the 98 World Cup where they um, got to the quarters impressively and beating Nigeria 4-0 on the way his last season was the 98-99 season when of yeah. course United won the treble it's weird to think that though mm. it was mm. all that all that time ago it's, and also the margins on that treble were like I mean they only beat Arsenal in the league by one point didn't well, they? Yeah. And they and they obviously turned that Champions League final round within a minute in injury time he saved a penalty in the FA Cup Mm. Semi as well so against well, Arsenal. We go Burkamp. back to Villa Park for it, Jimbo. Yeah, and, yeah. and if you think about it, you know Dennis Burkamp United down to ten men, I believe. Yeah. Um, Burkamp, oh, this is the Burkamp penalty, wasn't it? Yeah, Burkamp's got the chance to, yeah. to put the game away, yeah. and Schmeichel saves it. It was a poor penalty, in fairness. Yeah, it was. Yeah, nice and height for the keeper. Yeah, I mean, what a game that was! It was just unbelievable. And of course, Giggs settled it magnificently, but. Um, you know that a lot of the United players said that was the turning point for them mm. in that particular season, and of course they went on to win the League and Cup and the Champions League. And he, he, he was captain uh, in the final of the Champions League, his last game for United, because obviously Roy Keane was suspended. Um, but what a way to go out! Just <laughs> absolutely incredible. Um, and after just a wonderful, wonderful stint between the sticks, at United and becoming one of the Premier League's greats, moved to play uh, for Sporting Lisbon in in Portugal, where he won the league, of course. Yeah. Uh, but then he moved back to England to play for for Aston Villa and became the first keeper to score in the Premier League. Um, and then moved on to Manchester City, quite amazingly. Yeah, that was a strange one, wasn't it? Mm. City went through a, a weird sort of. Um, Almost a phase where they had like cameo goalkeepers. They had David Seaman for a bit, and they had David James oh, as well. I forgot they had David Seaman. <laughs> yeah. Then Schmeichel sort of moved upstairs, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. City, and, and he brought his son Cashman through. Came yeah. through. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. Like, how old is Cashman now? Like, uh, 25? Not maybe? sure, but a couple of Leicester City fans were telling me quite recently that Schmeichel's 
had a really good season for them. Well, mm. he's had two or three. I mean, he could, he shouldn't be playing at the level that he's playing. He shouldn't have never been playing for Notts County. But he's still young for a keeper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's still got a lot he, of time. He, he went from City to Notts County for a pay riser, didn't he? That was yeah. That, that, yeah, that exactly. thing. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But like, but like that bicycle kick that uh, his son Casper. Uh, oh, um, over the yeah. bar. Yeah, just over the bar, yeah. like inches away, perfectly executed. Uh, to be honest, I think if a goalkeeper does that, it's just it's a goal. Yeah. Casper yeah. Michael's got the best uh, profile picture on Twitter as well. It's him as an eight-year-old uh, holding his dad's hand both drafting keepers kits with Schmeichel one on the back of both shirts oh, <laughs> it's an amazing photo super. Yeah. Um, uh, I just remember the Jamie Redknapp quote about Casper Schmeichel he went oh well you know Peter Schmeichel will literally be a father figure for him <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, on, brilliantly he's got that one right yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the only time on, Jamie. a stops clock is right <laughs> twice a day mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, occasionally finds a nut that's yeah. right um, uh, a couple of years below, um, before uh, Manchester City had finished playing for his country and amassed 129 uh, appearances for Denmark making him their most capped player and without a doubt one of their greatest and in 2001 as, as uh, you alluded to earlier Luke he won a public poll held by uh, Reuters where the majority of the 200,000 participants voted him best goalkeeper ever ahead of Lev Yashin. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain amount of uh, skewing of that given that people, lots of people have seen Schmarker, but it's still yeah. a great achievement. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, a magnificent goalkeeper in any era and uh, one of the best players to have ever played in the Premier League too. So God, come yeah. in, Peter Schmeichel, to the Dean Windass uh, Hall of Fame. Three. About Three time. <laughs> Don't forget, um, this, this, this week, um, the Dean Windass Hall of Fame is currently in association with kitbag.com. It's got its own little sponsor and everything. Bless it. Um, <laughs> be sure to check out our Twitter feed, uh, twitter.com forward slash football ramble for an exclusive kitbag competition to win a £50 voucher towards a football shirt of your choice. There's loads on there as well. So Hot I'm, yeah. damn, I feel like a woman. <laughs> and a football shirt. Kitbag.com. <laughs> kitbag. Make it clear you can't get a woman with a voucher. <laughs> no, they definitely don't do those, no. <laughs> but you probably could get a woman's shirt. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of the Football Ramble for this week. If you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. Yes, it is. And this week on the website, Richard Farley asks if the LA Galaxy are actually any good. James Appel <laughs> lifts the lid on Zenit's Russian Premier League win and he's not a fan of their behaviour, especially as Roman Shirikov has been calling Spartak Moscow fans piglets on Twitter. Yeah. Frankly, I'm, I'm a fan of that. Uh, <laughs> elsewhere, there's the Hall of Fame, the shop, the forum and the key to fulfilling your dreams. As I go over there, thefootballramble.com. Um, at the beginning of the show, you would have heard a advert for Pay As You Gym. If you sign up to the address provided, you can get a, uh, a, a voucher for free £15 towards a gym not bad go get it it's easy good indeed uh, and that's about it isn't it chaps yep. say goodbye Jim goodbye Jim say goodbye Pete goodbye and say goodbye Luke goodbye and it's goodbye from me banker woof woof fanta fanta yak yak Nancy <laughs> Well, he scored in a European tie against Volgograd, and they need one from him or anyone now. Pallister up, and Schmeichel's there! Oh, some finish, but it won't count. Goodness me. Jacobson clearly eat your heart out. What a finish. I wanted a bit more of a Nancy. Nancy! <laughs> Nancy! Well, what's your favourite one then, Jim? Uh, I'll ask the other two as well. Oh, oh, well. Footy. <laughs> Stop it. Got... I've got to edit this. <laughs> Tell that story on the show today. No, I can't. Why? Because of I your... don't want to betray the confidence of my new friend. <laughs> well, I'm not doing anything else. <laughs> Oh, oh, I love Marcus's like, arms. Absolute Steve Keen of a show, this. <laughs> <laughs> There's no authority Keen from anyone. <laughs>